Hi, I'm Samantha of Goddess Awakening. I'm here to hold a safe space and share with you the true and authentic stories of how we got here. Empowering women, elevating for all. All right, welcome back to our next episode of Goddess Awakening. Um, I first wanted to start off by telling everyone who's been listening, thanks for listening. It is definitely a challenge for me to sit in a room and talk to myself about myself. Um, And I think it's important so you can kind of get an idea of where um, all of these ideas are coming from and why I'm doing what I'm doing with Goddess Awakening. Um, I'm going to keep telling uh, the story of how we got here today, uh, today on this episode. And um, pretty soon I'm going to start having special guests on to um, get to know other people that I work with, um, who have helped me plan these events, who are also doing things in the music and arts industry, and also just women who are running their own businesses and doing um, badass things themselves. So here we go. So we left off last time, um, right before Thanksgiving. Um, So last Thanksgiving, I got to travel to Pennsylvania um, to visit my family there. I got to see my brother and my sister-in-law, Heather, and their four kids. They have four daughters. So I spent some time with them over Thanksgiving, which was really special. Um, Working in the corporate world um, prior, I hadn't had a chance to travel during Thanksgiving. So this was a pretty big deal that I got to actually see everyone and have Thanksgiving dinner with them and meet, you know, their friends and family and just spend time with... um, my family and the East Coast. Um, During that trip, I also got to visit my friend Mango. Uh, He lives in New York. So I got to visit him in Horseheads, New York, and spent a night or two with um, with his family, got to meet his mom and his cat. So that was really cool. Um, He took me to shoot guns, which was actually only the second time that I've shot guns before, um, but it was really nice to do it with someone who is very respectful of the guns and teaches you how to use them properly and got to try a whole bunch of different kinds um, and then just catch up with Mango and visit with him. Um, He's actually someone that I met through Bonnaroo as well. I want to say it was my first or second year, so about 10 years ago I met Mango. And he's just been a constant person in my life, Um, one of those people who was just always there for you, Um, really great guy. So shout out to Mango. Um, Had a great time visiting him that weekend. Um, After that, um, it's Christmas time. So a lot of things are happening. Um, We started our, actually had my first call with Backwoods Music Festival in December, which was kind of just figure out, you know, what I would be doing with Goddess Awakening in the Backwoods space. Um, So I knew I wanted to do some kind of safe space, harm reduction, um, curation for the Goddess Awakening tent at this festival. And that was the first call that I got to have um, with Aubrey. Um, She's one of the main people who does basically everything for that music festival. Um, It went really well. Um, We continued talks from there. And I was just really happy to make the connection with um, another woman in the industry who's helping to plan these really large festivals and who's been doing um, these sorts of things for a very long time, specifically around like women's circles and workshops and the things that I wanted to do. So that was a really awesome connection. 
Um, we started throwing some local events in Oklahoma City. We had a Christmas party. Um, and then we're at this time, we're still working on, we're working again on year two of Goddess Awakening. So the festival itself, we were planning for that to be in March again. Actually, it was going to be in May. Correction. So um, I also am still dating um, this guy that I met on Tinder, Brian. So I ended up going to meet his parents during Christmas. Um, I stayed in Oklahoma for Christmas time and met his parents in Norman, which is actually the same town that I went to college in. So not too far from where I live here. Um, got to meet them. Uh, Brian told me ahead of time that they, um, smoke marijuana, which to me was really strange because my parents would have no way, there would be no way they would even talk to me about smoking marijuana. Um, so I didn't really know like how that was going to go. And Brian's parents are, well, Brian's 47. So his parents are let's just say 20 years older. So they're in their 60s. And I got there and they had this cute house and a cute little kitty and they're making us beautiful dinner and we smoked marijuana at dinner. So that was a really cool new experience that um, we all had together. And his parents were great. We had a good time. Um, it was definitely, uh, I was definitely nervous to meet, you know, some of the family, of course, but everything went really well. Um, so happy that I got to connect with them. And then for New Year's, uh, Brian actually got a spot for us in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Um, really cute little town. Um, he got us this really nice cabin. Um, and then we got to stay the weekend there and just explore and eat good food. And I actually hadn't had coffee for the entire year. So we had coffee. I had coffee for the first time in about 11 months um, during that trip. So that was that was exciting. I missed my coffee. Um, and then in January, I went to Tulsa, which is um, basically my hometown, um, to visit my younger sister and brother, um, Hannah and Keegan. They're 17 and 18. Hannah um, was celebrating our sorry, we were there for, uh, to meet Hannah's baby. So this was the first time I got to meet her. And then I also brought Brian with me. And of course we had to get Andalini's pizza because that's my all time favorite. Um, and then at this time we're still planning the Goddess Awakening Music Festival. Um, and I start interviewing for jobs locally. Um, need something to pay the bills. But I also knew that I was going to be very particular about what jobs that I said yes to. Um, so this did take quite a while for me to find the right fit. Um, in February, we released phase one of Goddess Awakening Music Festival lineup. Um, so we had our flyer out. We were announcing some of the artists that were going to be performing, um, and just getting the word out that we're doing the festival and, you know, buy your tickets. Um, I did another trip to Nashville that month, um, for Brian... Nashville Brian's birthday and I brought Brian from Oklahoma with me as well um, at this time me and boyfriend Brian are boyfriend and girlfriend so we've got Brian Nashville and Brian Oklahoma that's that's how we're going to do this um, so we go to visit um, Brian in Nashville and boyfriend Brian gets to meet um, a whole bunch of my Tennessee friends for the first time um, so that was a good trip and 
was happy to see a lot of my friends that I had made um, through the years at all these music festivals. Um, back in Oklahoma City, uh, Pinio and Loeb, who are a couple, um, they're actually a DJ duo from Canada. Um, I booked them for Goddess Awakening the first year, and they were performing in Oklahoma City. So, of course, we had to go see them and say hello. Um, always a great time if you like house, disco, funky music. Um, those are your guys and super nice people. Um, anytime that they're around, love to go see them and would always be down to book them um, for my future events. Um, this month is also when I had my call with Factory Obscura in Oklahoma City. Um, so we at this time we're planning like the road to tour stops for Goddess Awakening the festival. And of course, we needed a local venue. Um, I was trying to be very intentional about the venues that we were booking because um, I wanted it to be something other than a bar. Um, I was still drinking, but very lightly at this point. So alcohol is just not something that was super important to me. Um, and I wanted it to be a space where people could listen to music and also it be a unique experience and a unique venue um, for people to have a good time and the focus would not be around alcohol. So I had my first call with them um, and it went really well as well. Um, Lindsay is her name. She's the one who does all the coordinating um, and she's actually in a band herself. So got to meet Lindsay and the Factory Obscura crew um, and that was going really well. So I was very excited to work with them. Um, it's like an interactive art museum also. Um it's there's always like rotating stuff that goes through different installations. Um, they have tons of events there, uh, but really, really cool space. If you're in Oklahoma or ever in Oklahoma City, definitely want to check out that space. It's awesome. Um, so at this point, I had also landed a job working with a wedding planner in Oklahoma. Um, I've always been an event planner person, but I always said I wouldn't do weddings. However, um, this fit felt right. So I decided to take the job and I was working with another woman owned company, which was nice. And it was actually, um, a mom and her daughter who ran the company. Um, so March, we are again, still planning the music festival. Um, this is when I started to really start, uh, learning how to DJ. Uh, so it's been something I've wanted to do for a long time. Um, not something that I ever, you know, want to be famous with or travel and tour and do all of those things. Um, I just love playing music. I love singing in my car and I really enjoy like sharing music with people. So that was a big um, reason I wanted to learn how to DJ. Um, I'm very connected, obviously, in the music world. So there's always opportunities for people to DJ local events. Um regional events. And I decided I want to be one of those people as well. Um, we are also working with Backwoods at this point. Um, so we'd have a few meetings. We've had a few meetings um, with Aubrey, uh, with Backwoods, and just making sure we know exactly what we're doing for the event um, for Goddess Awakening. Um, we also did the Road to Goddess Awakening stops this month um, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and also in Nashville. So, of course, we had to go to Tennessee to do some stops for the festival. Um, Chattanooga stop was wonderful. That's actually my first time in Chattanooga um, and really enjoyed that space. 
And then Nashville, of course, we're always in Nashville. So um, we found this really cool spot is also owned by a couple women. And um, it was kind of similar to a mini factory Obscura, but it was also, it's also um, like a dive bar, but they had different rooms with different art installations. Um, We had a couple vendors set up, so they were selling some stuff and doing some live painting. Um, Of course, had all the female DJs there from Nashville. So that was a lot of fun. Um, Brian is also a DJ, as I've mentioned before. So he got to be our opener for these stops. So he also got to play um, with us. So that was really cool. Um, Okay, so April, I'm working um, bridal shows. I'm working with the wedding coordinator. We also had um, our Factory Obscura event this month. So that was a lot of fun. Um, had some people that they brought in and some people that I brought in, um, including Noe, who's actually one of my good friends from Dallas, Texas. Um, her and I met um, because of Goddess Awakening, the festival, and we have stayed in touch ever since. Um, so she came down and played that with us. And then we did an after party um, at Flux in Oklahoma City. Um, and that was actually the first event that I got to DJ. Um, I did DJ with Brian. We did like a little back-to-back. I was super nervous because I've never done it before. Um, I'm usually the the behind-the-scenes person, um, but I had a lot of fun. It was really cool to have people that had no idea that I was doing this. Um, They're supporting and dancing, having a great time. Uh, We also met this month with another venue um, in Oklahoma City. So... It was Josh um, was standing in the dock. That's when we started connecting um, with him about their venue. So talking about some future events with them is the next thing that came up. Um, And then this was also when Backwoods Music Festival happened. So we had a group of, was it eight of us? Eight people. And we got there and we set up our space, um, basically had a 30 by 10 um, uh, cupboard space for the Goddess Awakening tent. Uh, Our goal was harm reduction. um, And we had a few workshops that were running in there right next to the main workshop space with the festival. We were right next to one of the stages that was being ran by um, my friend Derek, who is in Arkansas. So that was a lot of fun because we were right next door to them. And then all the art installations, um, Frick Frack, which is this giant installation where they do um, like blackjack and different casino games. All of us were all in one space. So that was really cool to work close with everyone. Um, We did, we had like candy making, we had coloring. Um, If anyone needed Narcan, we had that available. And it really was just a very like chill, calm space where people could come hang out and decompress um, and just connect with people. Uh, We had hammocks hung up, which was really nice to have right there. Um, We actually had a little space where you could write a note and then um, go hide it in an Easter egg. And it was just like a little positive message you could leave for the next person. Um, So loved working with Backwoods. Such an amazing experience. Um, Really looking forward to continuing that relationship. So that's one that's also in Arkansas. So not too far from Oklahoma City that I would love to continue to um, go to and host our Goddess Awakening spaces there and hopefully even do even more things with them in the coming future. So loved working that festival. 
And that was actually my first backwoods. And that one is the one who originated in Oklahoma and has since moved to Arkansas. Uh, but yeah, first time I'd been to that fest and one that I plan to keep going back to. Um, so we also had our meeting with another venue in Oklahoma City called Pearl Beach. Um, it's this really cool outdoor space. I was looking for something that was like kid-friendly, dog-friendly. Um, they host volleyball tournaments. Uh, a lot of people don't even know it's there. So it's it was really cool to start telling people about this venue. Um, and then this month was also Norman Music Festival, which is a nonprofit music festival held in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, I've attended the event before and I don't even remember, I believe it was like a Facebook post. They were looking for volunteers. So I signed up um, and then I helped them with basically anything they needed help with. Um, I got to drive some golf carts around and hang up signs. Um, we did the merch tent for a while. We did check-ins for volunteers um, but really great people that are running that as well. Um, it was really cool to see behind the scenes of that festival since I've been to it so many times. Um, they have quite a bit of production. Um, I believe it was three full stages. And then they also partner with all the local venues, like the bars and things that have stages um, to host DJs and bands. So there's something going on basically anywhere um, on Main Street in Norman that, that uh, weekend. So that was really cool too. Um, and this month is also when we did the uh, Road to Goddess Awakening in Fort Worth, Texas. So um, this one was a lot of fun. It was at Whiskey Garden um, and they have an outdoor covered pool. Um, and then if you are basically at the pool level and you look up, there is the DJ stage area. And then everyone else is behind the pool basically. Um, but really cool venue. Um, it was a really nice hot day, so it worked out really well. Uh, the Texans definitely showed up big time for that one. So that was really cool. Um, there was even a, it was a Sunday. So it was, I don't exactly know what was going on, but there was a bunch of sorority girls who rolled through probably like 50 of them at least. Um, and it was the perfect timing because we had all female DJs playing, of course, for the Goddess Awakening um, stop. And they were loving all the music. So that was a really cool, um, cool day in Texas. And then lastly, this is actually the month that I started. I signed up for the podcast workshop that I'm now recording in the studio currently. Um, so I had my workshop back in April and I didn't really know what I was getting into. I thought I was going to learn like the logistics and technical side of creating a podcast. Um, and it actually ended up being more about just connecting with the people um, who were in our, our group. Uh, there was about eight of us, I believe. Um, and we just got to talk about like our goals for our podcast and who we are and it was a really great experience. And here we are now in episode four, we're recording right now. So May is when we had Terp Float Fest, um, the call to work with them and Josh. Um, it's a local music festival in Oklahoma. This is their third year. And I have always heard of this festival and I've never been, which I don't know why, because it was only two hours away from Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, actually closer to Tulsa. Um, so I had my first call with them and told them about what space I would like to bring with Goddess Awakening. 
Um, this was also the month of Norman Pride Festival. So uh, that's a really big one. Um, I know there's several across the state of Oklahoma, but the Norman Pride is huge. And I love being a part of that. I was also volunteering that weekend and just basically helping vendors check in was my main um, duty. Um, let's see. This is when we met with um, Hubbly Bubbly. Um, one of my friends had connected me with the person who does open mic night there. And they were needing um, a DJ to help with hosting those nights. So I actually got to talk to Electra about that. And um, we did a couple nights with Hubbly Bubbly as well. And then EDC Vegas. So this was year two for me working EDC Las Vegas. Um, this is by far the most challenging mentally, physically um, festival that I've ever had to work ever. And I wanted to do it again. Um, pretty much it's, again, just working with the ground control team. So we get to be rave moms and dads and walk around the festival and make sure everyone is okay. Um had really great partners again this time around. I was on the walkie every single day, um, which I guess they trust me. So basically with the walkie-talkie, if there are any issues, I am the one who is in charge of calling them into dispatch or medical or wherever the calls need to go to get help. Um, to put it in perspective, there's about 200,000 people per day at this event. So it is very loud. Um, you've got about 10 or 12 stages of music going on at all time. Um, but again, a wonderful festival. I'm so thankful that I get to be a part of it. Um, I think it's the second largest music festival in the world and the people in our team that we get to work with, um, make it all worth it. Uh, this was the first year that they had done, um, a new thing for staff camping, um, where it was basically like they rented these, let's see, semi-truck trailers, I guess is how you would explain it. Um, but they were filled with bunk beds. Um, so I think there was like 30 rows of bunk beds and they were three levels high and they rented those for us. Um, they were quite small, I will say. Um, originally my, my bunk that I was assigned to was the top level, which I was not happy about. Um, it was okay on day one when I hadn't worked for, a, you know, a 12-hour shift until six in the morning, but I knew I had to switch. So I, I swapped to a middle bunk, so it wasn't so bad. Um, it was AC, it was very dark, and people in our van, whatever you want to call it, um, were very respectful and quiet. So I got to sleep with my earplugs. Thank you, earplugs. Um, but yeah, another wonderful time. Um, one of my buddies, Jason from Nashville, actually got to come along for this one. This was his first insomniac event. Um, and he was pretty close by um, me in the bunk beds. And I got to check in with him every day. And he also had a great experience. So that was really cool that we got to do that one together. Um, and then Brian had got a new job with Verizon. And he was doing some training in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Um, so I decided to meet him out there. And then while he was doing his work training, I actually met one of my buddies, Dustin. Um, Dustin's someone who I met at the very first festival that I did back in the beginning of 2021. 
Um, and we've stayed connected ever since. Um, he's worked the Goddess Awakening events with me. He's done a bunch of the harm reduction stuff with me. And we just align in a lot of our core values. Um, so he invited me because he was having a meeting for his business and wanted me to be a part of that board. So I came down and got to meet him and all of his amazing friends. Um, we just talked about basically what each of us does, what we can bring to the table, um, and how we can bring this vision that he has to life. And there's a lot of parts to it. Um, basically, his biggest thing is he wants to teach people how to um, take care of the earth in a more productive way and also to learn how to uh, eat and supply food for yourself that is from the earth. So foraging, planting, growing, things like that. Um, and he wants to bring those types of programs into schools for kids so they can know how to do that at an early age. So it was a really cool experience. I got to connect with some really amazing people that he knows. Um, and then from there, we started making a plan for what he wants that to look like. So now we are in June of 2023. And we started hosting a couple of open mic nights um, with Hubbly Bubbly, like I was saying before. Um, this month is also the month that um, one of my friends that I had on Facebook posted that she was hiring. And I believe I was driving back from Hot Springs, actually. And she said, I just need someone part time. So I decided to reach out. Um, and this is the Honeypot Apothecary in Oklahoma City. Um, Shannon is the owner. And I actually met her at Sailor in the Dock. Um, back in January or February when there was an event going on there. And I bought some things from her and I followed her on the socials and um, just really loved the idea she had for her uh, business. And that's when I started working with Honeypot. After that, she I was like, are you still hiring? And she was and she needed someone for like Tuesdays and Wednesdays, which was perfect for me and my weekend travels that I was doing with these festivals and things. Um, and I've been with them ever since. Um, this was also the Flaming Lips weekend. We went to Tulsa, Brian and I, and got to see the Flaming Lips, which is one of my all-time favorite bands ever. Um, they're actually from Oklahoma City. So that's really cool that they are still around putting on some amazing shows. Um, so I got to see them. Um, and then that weekend, we also were visiting my sister and her um, daughter, Isabella, for her first birthday. So it was Hannah, my sister, Keegan, my brother, and then Brian and I came down. And my aunt and uncle from Colorado, Aunt Patty and Uncle Tom, were there too. So we all got to meet. Um, they got to meet my boyfriend, Brian. And... It was kind of like a little mini family reunion. So that was, it was a wonderful weekend to have everyone all together again. Um, this is also the month that I had my first call with Jamie. Um, someone had tagged me in a post. And uh, this person that I knew who's host retreats was looking for someone to assist with um, her dog while at the retreat. And someone tagged me. 
And we had our phone call from there and she thought it would align perfectly for what she was looking for. And from there, I also helped um, to start helping with the retreat that we just had a couple weeks ago, actually. Um, So that's the beginning of the retreat that I got to be a collaborator with. Um, We did Disco at the Dock this month as well. Um, So this is the Sailor in the Dock venue that I had talked about before. Um, We did a disco theme. Um, It was an all outside event. And we had, they probably had like 15 vendors, I would say, set up selling stuff, um, food vendors. And then we decorated um, the dock and we got to DJ. So I also DJed that event um, with a few of our friends. Um, So that one was a lot of fun. Loved working with them. Josh with Disco or with Sailor on the Dock. Um, really great to work with and happy that I got to link up with them. Um, and then this is also the f- recording of the first episode was in June. So that's when the episodes actually started. And then um, the facilitator meetings for the Wild Emergence, um, those also began this month. And then into July, um, I actually found a posting on Facebook. Someone was hiring for a receptionist at a dog salon in Oklahoma City. And so I interviewed for that. And I absolutely loved it. It's also a women owned company. And um, all of the groomers there are women. So I got to shadow there. And I knew right away, they were going to be flexible with my schedule. Um, I got to be around all these cute dogs. And I had been wanting to get into a morning routine. So this is something that I had to be at work and ready to roll at 6.50 in the morning, which was crazy to me just a few months ago. Like I am not a morning person at all. And this has totally changed everything. So um, yeah, Diamond Dog is the salon in Oklahoma City. And it's also super convenient because it's really close to my house. Um, This month, I also got into a car accident. Um, I'm okay. Someone just rear-ended me, and that's the first time that's ever happened. Um, so that was a whole experience. I actually just got my car back um, yesterday. So was without my car for a little over a month. Um, but luckily, everyone was responsible and had insurance, so didn't have to worry about those sides of things. Um, I also got a Reiki session um, from my friend Lindsay, another Lindsay, and um, I had helped her with an event vending um, a couple months before. So she gifted me this session and it was absolutely beautiful. If you don't know what Reiki is, um, basically it is a form of energy healing. Um, They will go through your chakras and see where you are blocked. Um, There's a lot more to it, but I'm just going to give you the basics for now if you don't know. Um, We'll definitely have some people on here to tell you um, more about Reiki. But it is absolutely amazing. Um, I You have your eyes closed the whole time. And there were certain times where I would have a vision of, you know, walking through the woods within these giant trees. And it would bring me back to a memory that I've had um, of my time in California. And then afterwards, she would bring it up and be like, did this happen over here? And I'm like, well, yes, this definitely happened. Um, 
but it you feel so peaceful afterwards. You feel so calm, um, relaxed, and you just want to go lay in the grass and take a nap. So highly recommend that. Um, I will definitely bring some Reiki masters on here to talk more about it because it's fantastic. Um, so yeah, and then we're also planning for Chirp Float Fest. So I'm getting the team together and we're making the plans to be a part of our next festival. So that brings us to August, which is when Terp Float Fest did happen. And it was epic. I will never miss another Terp Float Fest ever again. Um, we had a team of 10 for this one. And Josh um, with Terp Float was absolutely amazing to work with. Um, being a person who is a planner and working in the music industry, it's really hard to find people who are dedicated and passionate and reliable and easy to communicate with. So he was on top of it every single step of the way. Um, we got to set up our goddess awakening space. Um, so we again had harm reduction and, um, safe space decompression. Um, we got to set up next to the Terp tent, which was being ran by another friend named Josh, um, from Oklahoma city. So that was really fun that we got to have friends really close by again. And then I knew a few of the vendors too. So I got to see some vendor friends. Um, and one of our friends, Thad, he actually created an art installation for this specifically. And it was really cool. And it was UV reactive. So people were coming over to our space just to kind of see what was going on some of the time. And we even tried a little bit of vending for the first time. So we sold some pashminas. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I've got tons of pashminas myself. And it's just one of those things that everyone can use at a music festival, whether it's hot or cold or whatever. Um, so yeah, Turp Float was a great experience. Um, really looking forward to working with them um, again. And it was only two hours from Oklahoma City. Um, it's actually a river that I've floated many times in high school. So it was kind of bringing it all the way back and just experiencing something totally new. Um, at this point, I stopped drinking in May. So I had been without alcohol for um, just about two months at this point. And that was just something I decided to challenge myself to not drink alcohol for six months. Um, and so that was just... I wanted to see how I would feel um, once I didn't have any alcohol in my system because I've heard really positive things happen, um, especially after the six-month mark. Um, this month is also when we did the Dance Festopia Road 2 in Tulsa. So I helped um, host that event with Dance Festopia. It is basically a DJ competition um, where the DJs will come and play and then the patrons get to vote for their favorite DJ. And then the winner gets a spot to play at the uh, Silent Disco at the Music Festival. So that was a lot of fun. Um, the venue was really cool, 473. Um, they had lots of really cool mocktail options. So I was very thankful for that. Um, more than just the usual, you know, Sprite soda options. Um, and it's also dog friendly. So definitely loved that about them as well. Um, and then this was the month that I went to the Wild Emergence in Washington. Um, so I actually just got back a few weeks ago. And this was my second retreat with this um, group. 
And I was a co-facilitator, so I got to be behind the scenes and really see how things run at a retreat this time around. Um, my friend Laura is the one who got me involved with this group, and of course she was there, so I got to work alongside her, and her and I have done quite a few things together at this point. Uh, but this is kind of like her, this is her thing. Like she knows what she's doing. She's really great about it. And I got to learn a lot from her this time around. Um, the retreat itself had some exercises that I was familiar with and some that were a little different. Um, we did, ha- we did have a psilocybin journey, um, at this one. So I have recreationally played around with, uh, magic mushrooms in the past, um, but it had been a little while, but I had never done it with an intention. It had always just been at a music festival or for fun or whatever. So this time it was a journey for us to go within ourselves. And that is the whole intention. So we have blindfolds, earplugs, you know, whatever we need to be cozy. And there's about 15 of us um, who are on this journey in the same room, Um, a totally different experience than, like I said, just doing at a music festival and hopping around. This time we are faced with whatever we need to face. Um, For me, I was having a really hard time letting go of having to take care of everyone else around me. So I'm usually a person, like I've said, with these spaces that I'm hosting, I'm usually one of the people who's taking care of the other people. Um, So while I'm on my magic mushroom journey, I'm also experiencing everyone else around me who is having their their own experience. Um, So some people were a lot better about going inward and just staying there and um, my my one friend, uh, Crystal, she she went inward the entire time. I would just look over at her and she still had her eye mask on. She was laying down. I was like, she's got this under control. Um, there was some people like making loud noises. Um, some people were talking to each other. And I remember asking one of the um, guides, I was like, is it normal to feel totally overstimulated right now? And she was like, okay, lay down. I got you. This is going to be a journey for you to like release basically. Um, so I struggled with that for quite a while. And then one of the um, guides came over and she was having me set my intentions. And then she served me hape. Um And I just remember even just before her serving me, when I was setting my intentions, just thinking, okay, I got this. I'm going to do this for me right now. And I finally said, I basically finally surrendered. And I I took my pashmina and I I learned at Backwoods Music Festival how to wrap it into like like a hood. So I remembered how I tied it. I tied it around into my little hood, my little my little cloak, and I grabbed my squishmallow and I just, I told my friend next to me, I was like, I'll be right here, but I'm going to go in for myself. And of course, my journey started um, in a field at Bonnaroo my first year. And some of my favorite memories of music festivals are just sitting in the grass, looking around at all the people and all the things and just 
that's my happy place. Before I knew what meditation was, I knew what meditation was because of that, just sitting in the field, even taking naps and just enjoying the moment right now. Um, so that's where my, my journey started um, during this magic mushroom journey. I, a lot of things were happening um, when I was going inside. And a few things that came up for me was that I am so supported. I'm so supported. Um, there's a lot of times where I feel like I'm alone. And I know that's not a reality because I know I have so many people who support me. And that was what I remember telling myself and feeling in that moment that I am so supported. Um, and then I remember um, a few people actually came around and were like rubbing my back because I was sobbing at this point. Um, rubbing my back, um, fanning me. Someone was like spraying some mister on me, just taking care of me. Um, and with Bonnaroo especially, we would always have a big group. And then there would be a few people who want to go different places, different ways. So we'd set up a home base. So we'd set up blankets and our hula hoops. And a few of us were like, I'm going to stay here. The rest of you can go to, you know, that stage, get food, go to the bathroom, whatever you need to do, but I'll be right here. And that's, that's where I was in that moment. I was right there at home base and my people were surrounding me. Um, I remember like making a list in my head and going through these people that I just want to thank and hug and give so much gratitude to for being there um, for me, even when, you know, all it is, it's a text message once a month and it's, Hey, I hope you're doing okay. I'm thinking about you. Um, those things matter. And it was just very clear to see, um, the people who have been there in my life for, you know, 10 plus years and the people who I'm just starting to get to know in the past year or so. Um, so yeah, I ended up having an amazing experience. Um, super thankful that I got to really go in for myself and I'm looking forward to doing it again. And also, um, I'm already talking to some people about hosting, um, for me to host a journey and to guide people, um, themselves. So that was just one of the things we did at the retreat and, um, lots of deep healing happened. Um, it was just a beautiful experience. Um, we're going to be hosting an online um, like mini version of this um, coming up in, in November. So I'll definitely make sure to add the link to the link tree for that. Um, if you want to experience just a little bit of um, the healing and the connection that we get to do together in this group. And then um, definitely the people who host the retreats, I'm looking forward to continue um, to do it with them as well. Made tons of new friends. Um, I have Canadian friends now, so that's really cool. Um, people from all over. Um, Tennessee, Oklahoma, lots of people from the West Coast, um, Arizona and Washington. And then, of course, like they said, the Canadians. Um, I have still not drank any alcohol. The, the retreat is also substance-free, so no alcohol, no marijuana, no caffeine. Um, I've had one and a half cups of coffee since the retreat so far, and I don't plan to go back. I've actually noticed a big difference with my anxiety that I, I have worry about things, of course, cause that's how life is. Um, but I don't feel like I'm constantly just like 
anxious about everything like I like I feel like I had been in the past. So I think coffee is definitely something that was making my anxiety worse than it needed to be. Um, so yeah, I hope to share lots more information about um, the retreat and these people that I get to work with because it's such a great experience. Um, so I'm also working two jobs at this point. I'm working at the Honey Pot and the Doggy Salon, and I absolutely love both of them. Um, starting to help with events for the Honey Pot Apothecary. Um, we host um, new moon ceremonies. We have um, fundraisers. We're doing a Maui fundraiser next Sunday. Um, we have different kinds of tarot readers. Uh, Reiki is also happening there. So tons of great things happening in that space. Um, and I also started, I call it head therapy. So I finally got a therapist that I actually really, really like. Um, this is the first time ever I'd opened up to having a male therapist. And so far it's going really well. Um, I'm still not fully sure what therapy is for. However, I do feel like it's important for me at this time to have someone to talk to and talk through things with. Um, so yeah, um, speaking of new moon ceremonies, the last one we had last month at the honey pot, one of the things it's all about manifesting. So we wrote down the things that we need, the things that we want to come true. And I actually have been looking for a home for buddy who was a dog that belonged to me and my ex. And then my ex had kind of taken over, um, with him. So my ex has since gone to rehab, back to rehab. Um, so I need to find a home for Buddy. And I had been trying to find a home for Buddy for months at this point. And one of the things, the first thing I wrote down on my journal is to find a safe and loving home for Buddy. And we followed that with a sound bath meditation. And right after that, I happened to check my phone and the rescue had reached out and said they had found a home for Buddy. So that was a huge, huge relief for me. Um, while I was at the retreat, Brian actually ended up taking him to the people who were going to foster him in Kansas. And he said they had tons of land and they're familiar with the breed. And I'm pretty sure they'll actually end up adopting him. So um, that happened. And now we're in the process of selling our house. It's officially listed. Um, we've had tons of showings and I have an awesome realtor, also friend. So I'm thankful for him who's taking care of um, that with me. And um, so, yeah, we are back into September. Um, Brian and I are planning a like 10 day trip in the East Coast um, to visit my family in Pennsylvania. He's got family in Boston. And then we're just going to hop around the East Coast and explore because I've always wanted to do that. Um we have a doo -doo -doo. yeah, so we have a trip next month to Colorado. I'm gonna go see Alice in Wonderland, one of my favorites, of course, um, at Red Rocks again. And then we're gonna go visit Aunt Patty Uncle Tom in Esses Park, and we're gonna explore in the Rocky Mountain National Park, um, which is a, one of my favorite spots that I've got to go as a child. So I'm looking forward to doing that um, with Brian this time around. And yeah, I am just over four months sober from alcohol and feeling really good. I'm starting to definitely tell a big difference. Um, and I'm not missing it like I thought I would, although I love Oktoberfest and there's usually lots of drinking of beer happening there. 
Um, but this time it'll just be a different experience. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay, well, that is all for today. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Goddess Awakening. Check out our link tree in the description for all our socials and upcoming events. This podcast is brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.